We are studying the future condition or hell, the destiny of hell itself. And uh, we already had some comments on that in our previous lesson, but we're on number eight. And I'm just going to make this one short, but it's on the destruction of Babylon because Babylon and its uh, demise has a lot to do with the lake of fire. Remember that I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but hell will be cast into the lake of fire. So while hell is still in the heart of the earth now, and even at Armageddon, hell is in the center of the earth. And actually, you know, all throughout the whole millennial reign of Christ, hell is still in the center of the earth, but the lake of fire will be forming. And so what we have during the end towards the end of the tribulation period when jesus returns there's two sections of the earth that have significant impact on the lake of fire and the first one was we looked at it last time edom the area of edom and moab will be completely destroyed and turned into a wasteland with burning pitch and brimstone and uh fiery brimstone streams that run south from there we're looking at the destruction of babylon and so in jeremiah 50 verse 40 says as god overthrew sodom and gomorrah in the neighborhood uh, the neighbor cities thereof saith the lord so shall no man abide there neither shall any son of man dwell there so there will be no procreation no living no dwelling in Babylon once it is destroyed and so God has always had a great controversy with Babylon because the false religions of the world began there God called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees which was by Babylon to start the true religion or faith which is uh, Judaism and then Christ came from that out of that and Christianity is the only true religion in the world right now that that is not a false religion that came from Babylon. All false religions came out of Babylon. And so God said that one day, Babylon proper, if you want to call it, the kingdom of Babylon, that uh, was we mainly know of it by Nebuchadnezzar was the king, will be overthrown and that it would become as Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed in a wasteland never to be dwelt again in there and so babylon was the great destroyer of god's people she was also the great inventor of all false religion becoming the mother of all harlots which is false religions in the world multitudes have gone to hell because of babylon we're not going to go into the history of babylon but it started with semiramis and nimrod thousands of years ago and so many of God's people throughout the ages have suffered and died because of Babylon it's it's a it's an idea or an ideal is what it is it's a belief that is against God and trying to form a religion where you can establish your own way and your own righteousness and it falls short of the glory of God and everyone that follows Babylon or any of her cursed children will end up in hell and will one day go to the lake of fire. So it says that one day, Babylon, she will be rewarded for her deeds and get a double portion of judgment. 
Revelation 18, verse 5 and 6 says, For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works. In the cup which she hath filled, filled to her double. So ever since the ancient city of Babylon was destroyed, the, uh, the kingdom, the country, everything is long, long gone. But what happened, she's still hanging around and lurking because she went into mystery form. She permeated all the kingdoms and peoples of the earth and of the world. All false religion came through her. And the most notable form that is happening is in Rome right now with the Catholic Church. She fits the description uh, found in Revelation 17 and 18 uh, very, very well. And the Vatican there, or Rome, sits on, it's the city of seven mountains or seven hills just as it says in revelation 17 9 but she also sits on the major uh, kingdoms of the world the seven major kingdoms of the world she had a, a huge part in it uh, mountains and kingdoms usually go together so she fits fitly pictures the church that forsook the truth for power and money and so rome took the way of Christianity and they perverted it and how did they do that what they did is they took the truth and they diluted it with just pagan religions and ideas and traditions of all the pagan peoples of the world if you follow Catholicism everywhere they went they just adopted heathen ways and mixed it in with their Catholic ways and the Bible says her judgment will be sudden and swift because no one persecuted the church like the Catholic Church has. The true people of God have suffered at her hands since the time of Christ, actually, in Rome. Rome crucified Christ. And so, Revelation 14.8 tells us that Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And notice there, she made them drink. According to Jeremiah 51, 25. This is an important verse. It says, Behold, I am against thee, O destroying mountain. And this is Babylon, saith the Lord. Notice, a mountain is a kingdom, which destroyeth all the earth. I will stretch out mine hand upon thee and roll thee down from the rocks and will make thee a burnt mountain. Babylon will become a burnt mountain and it'll be like a burning fountain or a mountain Burning with fire, cast into the sea, Revelation 8, 8, as they, these two verses go together. God will destroy her. The great whore will be burnt with fire. And then God says, I will cast her into the sea. And the smoke of her burning when she goes into the sea will ascend up and billow into the sky. But notice, it says that this will go forever and ever. The smoke of Babylon's burning will never go out. Why? Because God said so. That's why. But there's more to it than that. This is because the destruction of Babylon will be so monumental. The earth will be changed as a result. When God destroys Babylon and mystery Babylon, the earth will change. Something's going to take place to the south in the Mediterranean Sea when she gets thrown into the sea. And once again, a fire is going to eat up a part of the deep. We read that in the book of Amos, but probably in the same area where Jonah was cast into the sea, 
before the fish swallowed him. There's a significance there, and it will this burning mountain. It goes into the sea, and it never burns out. It never goes out. Water usually quenches fire, not this fire. This actually grows and grows, and this will become the lake of fire. And it originated, I believe, in Rome, Italy, when it gets dumped off into the sea. And so, this event with the destruction of Babylon is so monumental for the earth, so life-changing and history-changing that it brings great rejoicing. But even in heaven, it brings so much rejoicing and shouting more than any other event in the history of the world. And I'll just read this. Revelation 19 one through six when babylon is destroyed this is this is the response of heaven the saints in heaven and the angels and god and it's amazing it says after these things i heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying hallelujah salvation and honor and power and glory unto the lord our god for true and righteous are his judgments for he hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. There it is. Ever and ever it's going to run. It will never go out. This is the fire. This is the beginning of the lake of fire. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Notice, the response is Alleluia, and it shouted out four times, as those in heaven realize what has finally happened. The great enemy of mankind and the souls of men is put to, put away and put down into the bottom of the sea as a burning mountain. And this hallelujah is kind of something, most people would call it hallelujah, but the Bible, it's hallelujah with an A. It's a spontaneous, uncontrolled, glorifying of God for something that really great happened. And what is this great thing? The saints are bursting out with shouting at the demise of the enemy of the saints. It's interesting to note that Mystery Babylon is considered Satan's mistress. If you look at it in Revelation 17, 1 through 7, people use this term, hallelujah. So as as uh, Babylon is Satan's mystery, uh, mistress, the church, the bride of Christ, is the very church, uh, going to be the bride, the one chaste virgin bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when we use the term hallelujah or hallelujah, realize the purpose and the origin of it. it. This is when it will happen. And this is the only place in the Bible this is used. Throughout the Old Testament, they praised Jehovah and they praised God. But this is the only time this word is mentioned. It'll be mentioned in heaven when all of heaven rings with the glory that Babylon is once and for all gone forever and ever and dumped into the bottom of the sea, which would be the Mediterranean. And so 
When someone gets pulled out of a heretical church, mainly Catholic church, but a horrible false teaching, and they get born again and get saved, and God delivers them from this, and they're translated in, and from darkness into the kingdom of light, there should be much rejoicing from the saints. Remember it says that there's rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. Well, there's rejoicing in heaven when Babylon is gone, or when someone, that's why it says in Revelation 18, come out from her, my people, be ye not partakers of their sins. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, get away from mystery Babylon. So what we find here is this connection of Babylon and Edom as the start of the end for hell has begun. And notice this is at the beginning of the thousand year reign of Christ. This will, So the earth will be here a thousand years with this lake of fire. You know, we talk about the millennial reign of Christ. This fire will be there while Jesus is sitting on the throne in Jerusalem. We will look at that and prove that in our next, in our next lesson on hell. So we're looking at the doctrine of hell, and we are still trying to... We looked at the uh, origin, the past, the present, and we're trying to round up and finish up on the future of hell... And we, we realize how amazing the Bible is and the great truths of the Word of God. And we thank God that we are not a part of Mystery Babylon. God's people know better. And we rejoice over her. We've been delivered over her. Hallelujah is the word. Next time we're going to look at how the lake of fire begins and the growth of it all the way through the millennium and then into the lake of fire uh, for the new earth. And we thank you for listening. Hope people are learning from these truths.